I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Jack and Joe Show. We talk about property, business, and everything in between. Hosted by Jack Heskin Taylor and Joe McCarthy. Sharing the stories of entrepreneurs, property investors, and our journey to health, wealth, and happiness. Welcome to the Jack and Joe Show. This is the first episode, and we're basically going to be interviewing my business partner, Joe McCarthy. How are you doing? We're just going to start it off, Joe. Just tell us a bit about yourself first, where, where you're from, how old are you, and, and what are you doing here? Yeah, so my name is Joe McCarthy. I am 28. I am from Ireland originally. I moved over here in July 2019, so only about four months ago now, and uh, moved over there basically wanting to get involved in property. Um, looking back now, I wanted to get into property for, I'd say, going back about three, four years. And uh, just different kind of things came in the way and kind of kind of put a block in place. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, it was always on my mind. I always wanted that little bit of, little bit more. And um, property seemed to be the vehicle that, that kind of provided that really. Um, so yeah, it was something I always wanted to get into. And um, yeah, that's why I'm here. Sound. Okay, so what did you do before you came to Liverpool? Yeah, so I was working in a manufacturing facility in Galway. Galway is the west of Ireland. Um, so I was working there for about three years. Now, I was in a great position where I could be putting on my headphones while I'm working and I was just educating myself, you know, day in, day out, listening to podcasts, reading books, looking at, looking at the Facebook groups, getting involved in the property communities. And um, that's kind of how I started. And when I started educating myself, it was during that period of time where I came up with a plan to exit my full-time, my full-time job and jump straight into property. So I probably went about it the wrong way by going head first and like giving myself no safety nets whatsoever. And uh, yeah, but like sometimes you kind of have to do that. You have to dive fully in. And um, it's worked out okay so far. I don't regret it for one second. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it for everyone. It is nice to have that bit of a comfort zone, a bit of that comfort, a bit of a cushion. Yeah, so far so good. Decent, decent. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Um, so I was going to ask why did you want to get involved in property, but you've already sort of touched on that. So the main thing is, I mean, you know, creating, you know, I know, I know the term financial freedom gets yeah. thrown about a lot. I don't really like it, but essentially yeah. that, that's what everybody wants, don't they? So, well, that's it, yeah. And property seems to be able to provide that. Um, yeah. It's one of these vehicles where you can win on multiple fronts. You yeah. can win not just from capital appreciation, but you got your cash flow from rents. You have your mortgage pay down over time. And you can, you can win on a few, you know, there's three or four different ways that you can win on property. And it just seemed like one of those avenues where, where it's not like investing in stocks or anything like that or trading cryptocurrency. 
I got involved in Bitcoin there back during a the boom there in, <laughs> in 2017. Kind of bought into that, bought into like a major bubble yeah. and um, lost pretty hard on that. But it was a learning curve as yeah. well, you know, and that was part of the catalyst as well to make the move into property. Um, so yeah, to, to go full time into it, like big time. Okay. Um, so you just, sort of made some, you made some mistakes first before you delved deep into property. You tried some oh, yeah. other stuff first and yeah. didn't really work out or wasn't really what you expected and then mm. discovered property and sort of realized that that was the sort of go-to go -to strategy for making money in, in your future plan. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just one of these things where long-term wealth and as a store of wealth, like over time, you know, it is the kind of ideal kind of vehicle to yeah. invest money in the long run. Um, there's a reason why if you look on the Forbes magazine, why a lot of these top guys, most of them have some sort of involvement in property, you know, um, there's some sort of real estate or property investment there because it is a great way to store wealth and to grow wealth over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. One of the main things for me is, what well, I, I, like I like to hear you talk about is what made you decide Liverpool, like why did you pick Liverpool as a destination to this is where I'm going to go mm. and I'm going to get into property. Why Liverpool? Okay, so um, I suppose going back to the cryptocurrency type, type of times when I was doing that, it was a lot of trading and looking at market trends and looking at um, you know, the returns and you know, looking at that. So I started doing the same thing for property, mm -hmm. um, looking at what yields people are getting, what returns they're going to be getting, um, you know, the, the income to house value ratios, little things like this. And Liverpool as a whole, it was actually a, it was a choice between Liverpool and Manchester, yeah. but Liverpool as a whole seemed like the best place to be at when investing in property in the UK. So um, that's why I decided to, the, to go for the Northwest and go for Liverpool. Okay. Um, took a bit of research, but yeah. yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Say, so you did your research then? Yeah, I mean, yeah. initially I was going to go down south and all the rest, but um, the, just the return on the cash flow you know, wasn't there. So yeah. up, up in the Northwest seemed to be where it's at. So that's why I chose Liverpool. Okay, that's good, good. Lucky for me, because I met you. Yeah. <laughs> What's been the, you know, the hardest sort of barrier for you to, to overcome? Mental stuff as well, you know, what, what's been the hardest? Because I'm sure there's loads mm -hmm. of other people out there just like us yeah. going through the exact same problems and hitting the same walls and getting the same rejections. So like, what was the, what was the hardest thing for you? Okay, um, so when I moved over initially, I had set my expectations right here. So <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get like six deals in my first like two months, yeah. you know, something like crazy like that. And, uh, so I kind of overestimate myself. It's it's not a an overnight thing. So it's been a bit slower, but the deals that we have right now, and we're taking on some more in the future as well. Like we're yeah. we're at a pretty comfortable uh, position right now. Whereas uh, initially it doesn't happen overnight. It took us about took us a few weeks to a month just getting everything organised, yeah. getting our plans in place, getting ourselves compliant, um, getting ourselves legal, and everything like that. Yeah. And yeah, it does take time. Even the banks as well, like <laughs> getting that. Oh, Don't we had some problems. Don't talk about Barclays. We had some problems with that, but uh, we got there in the end yeah. anyway. But the brand, anyone listening, the branch manager in uh, Barclays definitely absolutely hates us. Like, oh my god, absolutely <laughs> oh, hates us. It's like, oh, but anyways. So, what else? What's been challenging? What, like, what was the hardest thing? What you know, we've been quite successful so far, but what hasn't been? Okay, so um, yeah, I like that as well, not getting to that kind of level of amount of deals at the mm -hmm. start. Yeah. Um, I suppose this kind of industry, where it's at right now, is actually getting out there on social media, things like that. It's, it's major right now. Um, I know some people talk about it as free advertisement, yeah. um, other things like that, but in saying that, getting on social media more means getting outside your comfort zone mm -hmm. a bit more, but that's something you need to do to grow. 
yeah. in, in this industry. Like everything's on social media. So that was a bit of a challenge, but yeah. still all right, you know, yeah. <laughs> still okay. Um, yeah. Other things then, I suppose, you want to be building up, I suppose, the relationships with investors as well at the yeah. start. Um, and the only way you'll do that is by get on the phone, meeting with them, you know, um, finding out what they need, what they want, that did, kind of thing. Did you find that hard? Was it scary at the start when you first started meeting big scary investors? Yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, you think about at the start, like, it's like anything new when you try something new for the first time. It's like when you go into, like, your very, like, a job, you're, you pass a job interview. Yeah. And uh, you're starting in wherever you're working, you know, and it's day number one on your job. You're mm -hmm. going to be a little bit kind of like, oh, do you know, because yeah, you're not familiar with it. But bit then, nervous. Bit a bit nervous, nervous yeah. yeah. And then over time, then it just it becomes the new normal. Yeah. It's the new normal, it's the more natural thing, and things just flow. It's just another regular day then. Okay. But um, that was another kind of challenge. But like, I mean, we're only just, we're only just starting, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, and yeah, we are, like, yeah. we've, we've so much more growth to be doing, which means, means getting out of comfort zones even more, doesn't it? Yeah, comfort zone stretch, yeah. Yeah, the more the better. A lot. Hey, you yeah. say that a lot. It's, um, it's true though. Yeah, yeah. That's what they are, aren't they? 100%, yeah. 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 That's where the growth is, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you've got to push yourself. I mean, you, 100%. You're, you're quite good at that in a way. You push me quite a lot. Like when we first started, when we first went into business together, I couldn't imagine doing a live video. Mm. No, <laughs> not happening. Oh, no live videos like now. <laughs> proper pushing each other for it and having yeah. it turned into a bit of a competition, aren't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the great thing about it is because we're, there's two of us at it, we kind of hold each other accountable. Yeah. So we have that kind of accountability there. Um, we keep each other in check, basically. It's, it's, it's been like so powerful in yeah, our business no, so yeah. far. Like, yeah. I couldn't imagine if I was doing this by myself. Oh, no, you know? yeah. Um, I, yeah. wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got this far in my own life. No, I so that, that accountability is it's yeah. major, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so for, sending, for anyone starting off, I'd say that find someone to, to go into business with, or someone to be accountable, to hold you, to hold you accountable. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's been a major, major key factor of, of our journey so far. Yeah, so I would highly recommend that for anyone starting off yeah, or definitely. looking to start. Okay, so that'll sort of lead on to sort of my next question. So just want to explain to everyone, anyone who's listening or watching, so what are you currently working on? Anyone that doesn't know you, might not know you're off social media or might not, might not have met your networking in Liverpool. What, what are we working on at the moment? Yeah, so at the moment, oh, we're working on service accommodation and deal sourcing. So um, we have two service accommodation units and we're taking on management of a third. Uh, went to view another one there two days ago and that's another potential, another two potential apartments. We'll see how that goes. Um, that's with an agent, that one, isn't that's it? That's true, an agent, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Surprise. Shocked, didn't think we'd ever do it. Yeah, um, and uh, the deal sourcing side of things as well. So we work with investors and that kind of thing as well, looking to, to invest up here in the Northwest. Okay. Um, yeah, our kind of longer term goal is to start building up our own portfolio. Um, so that'll all kind of come in time. But for now, we're kind of really working on the cash flow. Cash flow, the rent to rent, rent to service accommodation and deal packaging. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, obviously, what we're going to be working on over, say, let's say 2020. Well, mm. what's what are we going to be working on there? What, what's in your head? What's, what's in your mind? You know, yeah. you know what's going to be coming. What's around the corner for us? Okay, so our longer term thing is we want to be getting into the bigger deals. Mm. We want to be getting into the bigger development deals. Yeah. Um, you know, big commercial conversions, you know, building from the ground up, getting like blocks of apartments and building yeah. from the ground up. Um, so how are we going to get there? What's so what are we going to do to get there? Basically, we'll be starting purchasing our own little small. We start off with like a normal buy, refurb, refinance deal. Yeah. Could be a HMO. Then we could be looking at like a unit with a commercial unit, a commercial aspect as well. Yeah. Um. Then get onto the bigger things, maybe like a pub conversion. Then maybe get like get onto the bigger things. But we want to work our way up there yeah. and document every step of the way. 
um, and and that'll kind of push us forward. Okay, so what, what's going to happen with the service accommodation then? What, why are we doing that now? What's, what's that for? So because we're both full time at the moment, mm-hmm. we need that kind of initial cash flow. Um, yeah. So we're, that's why we're focused on the, the cash flow side of things right now. Uh, whereas these bigger deals that we want to get into, they are things that take a bit more time. You yeah, could, through, the actual planning itself could take more than six months to a year. Um, you know, and like you could be waiting three, four, you could be waiting three or four years before anything's actually finished. Yeah. So um, initially, because we're both full time, we're looking at getting that cash flow there, have that income coming in, and that's our security. Once we have that finished, systemized, and have the cash flow coming in, then we'll be looking at the kind of the bigger, slower burners, the bigger, slower deals. Have you got any advice for anyone sort of like in our shoes about four or five months ago, just starting out, you know, maybe wanting to get into property or service accommodation or deal packaging? Mm. Have you got any advice for anyone like that? Yeah, I suppose just getting back to the point of having someone to hold you accountable, get, yeah. in, get into business with a partner. Um, like we found that so powerful starting off um, having that person to hold yourself, to hold you accountable mm-hmm. and um, just to bounce ideas off and everything like that. So that'd be one piece of advice. Another bit I would give is to give yourself a bit more of a time frame to do things. Um, it's good to keep the pressure on and have big ambitions. Um, but starting off, it does take a little bit of time to get yourself compliant, get your yeah. business, everything structured and, and, and organized when you're starting off. Yeah, it took, us a, it took us a few weeks to even just get started, didn't it? That's really? right, yeah. yeah. So um, expect that. It's not an overnight thing, but it's something that like once you once you get into the rhythm of it, mm-hmm. it starts to speed up. You know, once the once the train, metaphorically speaking, leaves the station, station. starts building <laughs> up that momentum and you kind of just continue on then it kind of rolls. But yeah. Initially, it is that starting point where you just need to kind of get that initial kind of oomph yeah, to push, push it. And yeah. It does take a bit of time, but um, yeah, once once uh, once it starts building up, you know you have the momentum there, and it helps big time. Okay, okay, sound. So just for if there's anyone um, anyone interested in getting in touch with Joe, where, where can people get in touch with you? Yeah, just drop me a DM on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn as well, yeah. and um, yeah, just reach out. I'm happy to contact with you and yeah. get back and have a chat. Happy to do that. It's okay, no problem. Sound, sound. All right, that's great, isn't it? Yeah. So I hope you um, hope you all like Joe. Um, I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll see you soon for the for the next episode. I hope the yeah. the um, Hope the sound's been okay. Hope the video quality's been okay as well. Any advice, um, any feedback at all, good and bad, we're open to it, aren't we? So, yeah, indeed. Yeah, looking to... Uh, Welcome criticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking to document a lot of the stuff we're doing on a day-to-day yep. basis. So any feedback w- would be really good. Yeah, um, 100%. Because yeah. Um, it's something we're starting to do now. We're bringing out this podcast. We're just really recording our journey step-by-step step and interviewing other people that are within the property world. And just to get ideas, share ideas, share hints and tips with yourselves. Sounds perfect. Thanks very much. See you now. We talk about property, business, and everything in between. Hosted by Jack Heskin Taylor and Joe McCarthy. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.